Welcome to the first episode of the Backstage Pass. Yagen, welcome. G'day. How you going? Hello. Yeah, good, mate. Um, we can't wait to get stuck into this. We've been talking about it for the last few weeks and um, it's going to be really good for us to talk about live music and then hopefully get out and about when it's when lockdown's all over. Yeah, mate. Keynotes for it, man. It's um, It's been a tough, tough old lockdown, but... It's a really good good idea that you've you've come up with here. Um, happy to be a part of it and uh, with the backstage pass and get an insight into the musos out there doing it tough with the lockdowns and restrictions. And um, yeah, uh, plan will be to get out there when Gladys lets us back out. And um, <laughs> come <laughs> yeah. on, Gladys. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, yeah, just um, get backstage with the with the guys and see how they're going. Yeah, about have it. a few beers and get live. Well, um, yep. this the backstage pass is brought to you by Mate Internet and Mobile. Choose um, choose a provider you can trust, like a mate. Search mate, mate online to find out more. So we can't thank our sponsors enough, Young, and it keeps us keeps us going and keeps everything uh, making us look good too. <laughs> yeah, we need all the help we can get, mate. With, with a couple of bell ends, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to wear a Cambridge shirt, um, but. The only Cambridge shirts I have are either wrecked or have a tire mark over. <laughs> now we might let the viewers in on a couple of those stories later on. But, yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I couldn't find a clean Cambridge shirt, mate. Oh, so. I just, hope, I just hope you got your cheeseburger off your chest. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that we'll talk later. About, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, mate, this obviously this show is brought to you by mate Internet and Mobile. But young, um, what we want to do is get the viewers give the viewers a bit of intro and a bit of background on you so um how did music start for you mate mate and um probably high school i'd say year eight i uh, just had to choose music as a as a subject um having my grandfather he was a professional uh drummer for pretty much his whole life um uh, played jazz swing jazz all around the world uh played with some big names um played in the big glenn miller band uh toured with Elton John, he's he did it all. Um, very inspiring for me. So I just thought I'd choose to play the drums. And um, yeah, he he got me my first kit when I was about twelve or thirteen years old. And um, he taught me just the the fundamentals at the start. And then I, I basically self taught from there, which is just sitting there with me my discman in the headphones and just. Playing, having a heaps good time by myself down downstairs, and yeah, so that's you know picked up the sticks from then, and um, met obviously some good mates throughout high school, Dave and Rooney, and just played with those boys uh, in and out of bands uh, for years and years, and then um, yeah, along along came Cambridge back in uh, I think it was two thousand and thirteen we started, and, and that's um, you playing with them in the intro. That's our yeah, intro, so that, you that, playing with Cambridge? Yeah, the intro there, that's that's me playing um, with Cambridge in 2017. We were fortunate enough to tour in the Philippines, which is, um, I'll probably say that footage there that you've seen is the, probably the best show I've played to date. Um, it was about a 1,000 kids there in Manila. Uh, we were supporting... Uh, with confidence, they're a Sydney band, and uh, we were also supporting State Champs, uh, an American band that I'm a massive fan of. Um, I'm sure there's there's plenty of fans of State Champs out there. They are one of the most energetic bands I've ever seen live, and so sound and tight as a band. So um, the main 
also were there. They played the day before us. Um, unreal to be a part of just the whole the whole tour itself. We were we were well looked after by Vernon, um, an agent over there, took us out, treated us well. Um, and yeah, the show, as you can see in the intro, just the the whole stage production they had there for us was something I'll never forget. So. Yeah, really so take much. us on um, on some of the big tours you've been on then. I know you've been on a few, so uh, let the viewers know some of the good tours and I'll ask you some questions behind some oh, of them. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. Um, mate, they, they, we've, done, we've done a fair amount of tours uh, dating back to, well, honestly, 2013 when we started. We, we recorded a, our first album um, at... It was actually Rooney's Rooney's studio in his house. Uh, we flew out. Their producer Matthew Malpass. Um, he's, that that guy is he's a he's a freak. He's um he's doing really well for himself. He's actually he's he's been doing work with Travis Barker and stuff like yep. that at the moment. So I don't know why he dropped his standards working from you know working with me to Travis Barker. But nah, he's he's killing it, mate. Um, so yeah, look, did that did that album, and then we toured the Philippines straight away. Um, did about five shows over there, mate. We we uh, who else we toured? We did toured. And they're crazy for your type of music over there, yeah. They the Philippines. Um, they're very Americanized, if if that's a word. They um they they almost sound half American when they when they talk. Yeah. Um, and they they love the 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 punk rock, the pop punk um scene. They like even some of the bands we played with some Filipino bands over there that. Mate, if they were here, they'll they'll be doing really well for themselves. It's just a shame that the Philippine music scene, um, you know, it doesn't really get them anywhere. But they're bloody talented guys. Like I'm still in, you know, I still talk with some of the guys today still um, that we that we met over there. So um, yeah, so Philippines, great. But I've probably got more fans over the Philippines than we do here, to be honest. Um, but yeah, they, the Philippines is a great country, great people. Um, we toured with Reese Maston. Um, we toured with Newfound Glory over in Singapore in 2015. That's probably probably another highlight of my career with playing in bands. Um, Newfound Glory being the iconic pop punk band of my generation. That, I mean, yeah. they're still going, still going today. Still, yeah, still strong. So still, still killing it. So good to be a part of part of that tour. Um, Oh, oh the, the We the Kings tour down in down in Canberra. Was that in Canberra? Yeah, Bell Connon. Bell yeah, Connon, I Conan. think. Yeah, so we've got some stories about that and how we had to and I was with you on that tour. Yeah, you were, mate. Yeah. We had to somehow drive the We the Kings bus back to Sydney. Yeah. Um <laughs> I still don't even know why they spoke to us at the end of that. <laughs> I don't know why either. I'll let, I'll let people in just before Young and takes over and talks about it. So uh, they invited Young and the boys said, "Come down, we're supporting We the Kings." So Young and was driving because he had all these drums in the back, and there's um, there was a few of us in the, in his car, and we just we were so blind by the time we got there. Um, we helped him set up and whatever else. Anyway, long story short, we were playing pool and we just. We just got so destroyed. We yeah, just, we carried on like absolute pork chops. <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, so we went down. Obviously, um, supporting We the Kings, 
really big band. Um, so, you took a bunch of dead shits with you. <laughs> Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd like to impress them, but I thought, you know, I'll bring me mates and, um, yeah, you you kind of, well, you fucked that up for us. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you were, I, to be fair, I think the, the, I don't know what it is down in Belconnor, mate, but that, yeah. do you remember the, the bloke working behind the bar? Yeah. He um, he loved us. He loved us. He gave us free range to to do yeah. what we wanted. And um, I blame the, the, the bottles of Fireball that, that destroyed well you in particular. You were um, you were on. I don't think level. the dude from We the King's going to talk. He wouldn't want to come on our show, would he? No, I don't think so. He. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll 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 let you in. So, We the Kings, they've, they've got a song, and he he likes to talk about each song that he writes, and which is fair play. Uh, and everyone's had, everyone's listening to to the story, but yeah, Matt. Matt decided to start. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it was abuse, but um, I think he was talking about missing his daughter or something like that. And uh, Hedo decided to <laughs> yell at him to tell him to take his nappy off and get over it. He was talking about <laughs> changing nappies and stuff, right? Yeah, right. And I'd, I hadn't been out for about six months because I think Haven was just born. So right. I was ready to rip in. And he just started talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so that was a bit embarrassing. Um but look, we, we got through we got through the night and I did have we had a lot of Cambridge merch there that the boys decided just to own themselves without without paying us. So it was about five five blokes from Penrith, absolutely blind, wearing Cambridge shirts. So it looked really good for the band. That's what I said. And then um, yeah, in the morning, uh I found I found Matt on I think we we were, it was just me and you in a room, I think. And no, I was it, on the lounge. Yeah, right. You, you and Joey were in a in a room. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And you you're on the lounge. Uh the Cambridge shirt was next to you. You had a half eaten cheeseburger on your chest, like literally above your nipple. And uh we had no idea what happened there. And you decided to throw your shirt on. Honestly, honestly, mate, you the tire mark was from the top right shoulder all the way down to your left hip. I saw ribs too for ages. Yeah, you must have been, I think you got run over. At yeah, some I had it. I do night, remember so. having a dollar forty-five taxi thing on my bank account. So yeah. Anyway, that was a well, that was a good tour, and and it was like we it got introduced to We the Kings as much as we carried on like dickheads. We were all right at times. I think so. Um, but look, I'm not the only dickhead. I want you to run me through what happened in on one of the tours where I think you lasted 24 hours before you oh. decided to go and make a, an emergent a call to the emergency department. Yeah. Okay. So this is um this is the first our first tour that I just mentioned previously at um when we went to the Philippines. It was it was the it was the year we started 2013 and we uh, my singer Brad uh, got hold of a. He, he, this guy in the Philippines, uh, Nick Amatic, he's a well-known uh, clothing clothing label guy. He's anyway. He said, "Yep, come over, organize a tour for us." Awesome. I remember. I remember leaving, and um, I, I was I was dead excited. You know, first international tour, and my wife, who is now my wife now, she said, "Just you know, be careful. I don't." <laughs> I don't want any trouble. I don't want any phone calls, all this sort of stuff. I said, yeah, no, we'll be right. We'll be right. You know, just get us over there. We got there the first night. I, I think we just got settled in a room and oh, we just went out around town locally. Um, nothing too bad. 
And then I think it was the the next day. There was, there was day three was our first show. So it got to day two. And we were uh, we were just doing things around the day, going to the, the mall, as they like to call it, and whatever. And um, we went out at night and we, we hit it hard. Now, in the Philippines... I like when I'm when I'm sick of drinking beer. I'll, I'll get on the rum and coke and think I'm heaps tough. Ash people, <laughs> yeah. So you go out to the bar in the Philippines and you, you say, "Oh, can I just get a, a Captain Morgan and Coke?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no worries. Five bucks." I'm like, "Cheap, five bucks." But they hand over a bottle of Captain Morgan and a bottle of Coke. <laughs> like, and that you just do what you want. And I'm, I'm thinking. Fuck, mate! You shouldn't have done that to me. That's that's not good. Especially not to you. <laughs> no, especially me, mate. So we ripped in and um, got towards the end of the night, and I was I was absolutely totaled. And we were leaving. This is now this I don't remember this, but this is how the story goes. <laughs> according according to the boys, it was actually my best mate Dave who was in the band at the time. He uh, he came out and he sat me on a stool out the front of the of the club. And he said, young'un, sit there. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to go back in and get the boys and we'll go back to the hotel. And like, yeah, 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 I'm not going anywhere. He literally sat me down on a chair, walked in. And when he came back, I was flat on the pavement, mate. <laughs> Claret everywhere. I split my head open here. Um, so knocked out. They boys came out, obviously slightly concerned, rang the ambos. <laughs> Um, and the next, honestly, I, I woke up with a needle hanging out the arm in a hospital wheelchair. So I was getting a tetanus shot or something. So I was uh, pr- freaking out a bit. So spent the night in the in the hospital. Got out the next day and uh, yeah, made that dreaded phone call to the to the missus. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go down too well. Um, so I had I had I think I had a patch on my nose and a patch on my forehead. <laughs> so the, the first the first show the the photos didn't get go down too well so but um yeah bloody hell good times Scott Young esque yeah yeah good times right good times so when we get out of lockdown we've been talking about obviously how hard it is for for musos at the moment and obviously you're one of them and your band obviously is aren't doing anything at the moment there's no live shows there's no pub tours there's no pubs and that open so yeah. once lockdown's over. We want to get out, get to live shows, get backstage with a few bands, interview a few bands while they're setting up and stuff like that and show people what bands do. Yeah. You know, we just you want to give an insight into into the to the musicians um, life of how they actually work and, and what they've missed out on. Um, and you know, it's it'll be really good for the viewers to see how, how they work and how they go by setting up and just what they do to earn their money. Um, and, you know, it, I think the, the backstage pass with me and you had I just, just capturing all that. It, I think, I think it'd be fantastic and to help share, share it around for, for the musicians themselves. But I mean, for us as a band, we, we haven't played in a, in ages. Um, and it is, it's, it's, it's shit, you know, you don't even have to yeah. be a musician to, to miss out on it. I mean, I'm sure you, yeah, you miss seeing a bit of live music in a pub, you know, a bit of a, bit of a you know a bit of a vibe and all that yep. and it's just it's horrible um but there, there's there is guys that it's their full-time job so i, I just honestly I, I don't even know if they get support from the government or anything man because it, it's a different it's a different thing 
That's what we want to get people on to find out about, right? Um, Mm. Our guests that are coming on will give us an insight into what it's like to be a muso in lockdown and how hard it is to get through. Yeah, yeah. So our our first guest coming on will be uh, Marcus Catanzaro. Um, So he was he's a he's a local lad. uh, Went to St Dom's. Penrith boy. yeah, Dobby's boy. He actually went to school with he, school with my brother. Yep. Now, give us a bit of background on Marcus. You guys toured together on the Reese Maston tour. Yes, correct. So, Marcus Marcus Catanzaro is um he he is a bloody guru with his guitar. He's he's um probably the best guitarist I I, I personally know and and you know have got to know. But um yeah, fortunately, Marcus actually hooked that tour up for us. He was um, Reese Masson's guitarist at the time in 2014. And he reached out to us and we said, of course, we'd love to we'd love to tour. So we had a, a regional tour lined up with, with Reese and uh, Marcus. We went out to Griffith and Albury and Buddy Wodonga and oh fuck mate. Wagga, Wagga Wagga. Um, Wagga Wagga. We uh we had some boozy nights. I think I think the the night I had with Marcus was in Albury. It was Marcus is in all sorts. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk to him about get, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he's sure. um, he's obviously guitarist for a lot of other people and bands too, right? So he's yeah. he's just a, he's just been everywhere. He has, mate. He's um, I think he's now living in LA. Uh, he he's gone from strength to strength. Obviously, with with the next episode when we are with Marcus, we'll. We'll get some more detail for you into everything that he's doing. But, I mean, I can rattle off some of the bands he's worked with. It's just, you know, Crowded House, Fleetwood Mac, DMAs. Um, he's, he, you know, he's, he's, he's done it all, man. So, and it's only still the beginning for him. You know, he's still only a young fella. He's, he's what, 30, he'd be only be 34 or yeah, something like that. Th- so, yeah, 33, 34. Guy, the guy's killing it. So, it, probably... A really good guest to kickstart yeah. us off. At <laughs> a really home, good you know, first guest. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. And he'll have some good stories. Now, yeah. obviously, we said once lockdown's over, we want to get out, get to the pubs, and get to around to some gigs and whatever else. But, mate, before we finish up, it's also um, we've been mates for a long time, uh, and we've been obviously playing football for a long time. And COVID's not only stuffed us around for music, but it also stuffed our football season. So it has. Um, it has. And Anyway, we won't go too much of that because we'll just get this twisted. But um, <laughs> you're a big football fan, a big Celtic fan. I am, mate. I am. And you're enjoying our man Ange over there at Celtic at the moment. I am. I was when the news broke out about Ange taking over. I I was a bit. I I was. I was a bit sort of like, oh, I'm not too sure how to take this. Um, the more I thought about it, I was. I was. I was more excited about Ange coming over, and um, yeah. and and it's proven to be right. I I I think he's. He's got all of uh, the Scottish fans on board with him now. I was um, going to ask you about that because you got family over there, right? Who were really there was a lot of skepticism about what Ange was doing, but you've got yeah. your finger on the pulse over there, and it's changed. Yeah. They're changed, haven't they? They ha- they have, mate. My uh, my cousins, um, well, half of them, but the other half are all <laughs> bloody Rangers fans. But we won't talk about that. Um, no, we won't. You're right. But they, yeah, they they're all on board, Ange. I. No, he's a bloody good coach, man. Like he's done yeah. a lot, done a lot for Australia and everything. So um, to be to be at the at the helm of my my favourite club, but 
I love um, it's it's exciting. You know, he's, he's, we're going to talk we're going to talk about um, Ange uh, on the round ball as well with the yeah. boys. Uh, they're yeah, going to awesome. go in depth into it for us. So, um, yeah. but also, unfortunately, you're you're a Manchester United fan as well. I am, mate. I am. And Ronaldo's back, mate. Well, it's funny because Scott and I were having a conversation all last weekend, and he went to bed hating Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> and calling him every day under the sun. Woke up and now Ronaldo's gone again for some reason. Uh, yeah, I unfortunately the internet against <laughs> against to me, mate. It, it, it really really uh, gets to my emotions. I honestly thought he was. I didn't think he would go to City, but from what I was reading, he was going. So I was, it would have been so good if he had gone. All those oh. Bank fans just crying themselves to sleep would have been amazing, mate. Anyway, but um, <laughs> dude. It's been, it's going to be awesome doing this backstage pass, right? Especially when we can get back in studio when COVID's over. Yep. We can get our guests in studio. But again, Jeff behind the camera at the moment just does a wonderful job for us at Sensor Studios. So, yep. but sure we does. want to get back in studio and get our guests live in there. And we, um, we think it works better. I think so. But mate, how's the family? All good? Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're as good as they can be in lockdown, man. Bloody hell. Hopefully right. not too long. Well, yeah. Yeah, how good's that? That's our first episode. Just a quick intro awesome. into what we're going to do. And uh, hopefully everyone can get on board with this because we're not just – like we're going to get as many guests as we can on and try and get people to talk about live music again. Yep. That's it. And, it's, uh, I, I think it's, it's only going to be around the corner, man. Um, it has been tough, but I think – you know, as months go by, things will start opening up. So we'll, we'll be out and about, that's for sure. Yeah. We just want to give shed some light on, on Musos through lockdown. So yep. uh, just before we go, we've got to thank our wonderful sponsors. Obviously, to this show is brought to you by Mate Internet and Mobile. Choose a provider you can trust like a mate. Search Mate online to find out more. Uh, but our other sponsors, MG Active. So uh, you don't see the logs in MG and they'll keep you in shape. See, I'm wearing their shirt. It fits even better today. So, Ignify <laughs> uh, Legal, um, anything, any legal advice you need, uh, hit Ian and the team up. We'll tag them in on socials and everything like that. So, Ian, we can't thank you enough. Monster Clothing have just come on board. So, uh, we've tagged them on socials. We'll put out some videos. So, they've got some sick videos floating around and they do some awesome clothes. So, get on board with them. DS tipping and excavations, and Seb's helped you out, youngin. So he does do a pretty good job. He does, mate. Yeah, I mean, not. I mean, lawn's actually nice and green at the moment. So yeah, yeah. He is well. the best lay in Penrith. Yeah, he keeps, yeah. still keeps saying that. So we'll have to work. <laughs> we'll have to see about that. And yeah. youngin, the, the guy behind the camera, Jeff Lambert from Sensor Studios. Jeff, we can't thank you enough, mate. Um, you do make us look good. There was a time about ten minutes before we started where we couldn't get anything going and <laughs> yeah no, you're doing, doing a great job but yeah, the, the, the intro is bloody fantastic jeff so thank yeah, you mate it does, yeah. does make you look good it does mate it does so Jürgen, thanks mate thanks for jumping on and getting out this first episode and we'll do another one very soon with marcus yeah we've been speaking to marcus on the go just to try and find a time he's in america and we're in australia so once we sort the time out uh we'll rip out another one yep keynotes mate looking forward thanks to it. dude Thank you, Mike. Respect, yeah.